Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Pucker Up, CM Life's health, beauty, and fashion podcast. I'm Gigi Padilla. I'm a lead copywriter here at CM Life. And I'm Sarah Bebuck, a broadcast and cinematic art student here at CMU. Today, we're going to take a look at seasonal wellness. Um, right now, we're really going to focus on basically just keeping yourself healthy in the winter. We already got our first snow here because it is Michigan, and we Yay. all hate our lives. Um, well, at least I'm not a snow. I like snow from the inside of my house. As soon as I have to walk outside, I wish I was in Florida. Oh, yeah. Like, it's pretty for the first, like, mm-hmm. 10 seconds, and then I'm over it. So let's talk about the ugly things about winter, because we all love Christmas. We all love all the holidays associated with the wintertime. We love all the cute ice skating and hot cocoa. But what about the flu and colds and runny noses? And, and just everything's dry and hurts. And yeah, and you are just too tired to get out of bed because daylight savings time has messed you up. So... I think one of the biggest things that people don't realize is your immune system is so low in the winter and you really have to start eating immune boosting things to help you out. And so one of our biggest tips if you're trying to stay healthy during this winter season is cook with a lot of mushrooms. Um, I know that's something that a lot of people know, but there is very immune boosting capabilities in mushrooms as well as some spices such as onions, garlic, ginger, and cilantro. I absolutely love ginger. If you guys have never had ginger before, it's if you like sushi, it's usually on the very side of your sushi that nobody eats. But like if you just it's a very strong flavor. But if you can get past that, it is so good for you. It's so good for your stomach lining. It's so good for your immune system. And if you don't want just to eat raw ginger, there's a lot of teas and a lot of cold pressed juices and just regular juices that actually infuse ginger in it. Kombucha. OK, I'm not a kombucha person. <laughs> I don't know who decided to to make that a thing. It's sour fermented tea. Is that I, correct? Basically. I haven't tried it though. I'm being okay, I'm being so judgy, but I've oh, never even tried try this. It. I don't like most of them, but I did I tried the ginger one and I actually really did like the ginger kombucha. Okay. Which I, that's probably the only thing I would actually like. I love anything that's flavored with ginger. My absolute favorite like drink is Arizona tea with like the ginger, like ginseng and stuff like that. It's ginger delicious. ale, ginger beer. Ginger I've never had ginger beer. It's ginger like, ale. Ginger beer is essentially the same thing as ginger ale, except it's like more potent oh, that makes any sense it's, it's not long. actually beer it's it's a, no. it's a myth it's not it's actually a, beer yeah I mean, that's what you use to make moscow mules right mm-hmm. that's the thing i mean you can get alcoholic ginger beer but it's like added to it yeah that's that's kind of weird i don't know i i like ginger in all its way shapes or forms so i probably like that but yeah so just remember that those are some things that are really good for your immune system as well as the typical you know vitamin c drink your, orange juice <laughs> drink your juice <laughs> Y'all come get your juice and, you know, just the typical greens. Greens are always a good thing to be eating in your diet constantly. I know we don't have time to make ourselves a fresh salad, but on your treat day, maybe instead of, you know, buying something super expensive from like a fast food restaurant, go to Panera. I was literally about to say, skip that McChicken and get a salad from Panera. We love ourselves some Panera. Another big thing, too, is just trying to wash your hands frequently. Like, I know this is such a lame thing to say, but I don't think people realize how many germs they're, like, spreading around by not constantly, like, either washing their hands or carrying sanitizer. Germs are everywhere. They're on your door handles. They're on the public bathrooms. They're on they your phone. Every, they're, oh, I don't even want to talk about our phones. Yeah, people don't realize how dirty your phone is. It's you take nasty. that thing everywhere. Do you clean it? Yeah. I don't clean my phone. I do. <laughs> I, I wipe it down. I do not. You if it gets like a little yucky, I'm like, ooh, I gotta. Mm-hmm. And even then, I just kind of like 
whip it with my hand. That's how I clean my phone. I will, okay, yeah. If you think about it, like, the cloth you get with it, like, that lasts, like, two seconds and then you lose it. I lost it immediately. <laughs> wow, this is one thing I have a handle on that you don't. I literally didn't even take it out of that, like, plastic packaging it comes in. I was just, just kind of, like, tossed it. Yeah, got to rid of that. Yep. Real quick. Nobody cares about how dirty their phone is until they're, like, sick with the the devastating flu and like puking everywhere and it's probably because of your dirty phone but i want to go back to hands when we're talking about washing them frequently um hand sanitizer is not a replace it's important but it's not a replacement for washing your hands Mm -hmm. and if you're scared about um getting really dry hands Mm -hmm. during the winter lotion and gloves are your best friend yes oh my gosh i think people forget like it's glove season it's I, it's I took out my gloves the moment I saw snow falling from the sky. And the best thing is you can moisturize and put those gloves on. Just call it a day. And that's actually really good, especially if you have really rough skin like myself. It's actually really good for your hands to get like a like a cotton glove. Those are supposed to be very like moisturizing for your hands. They're not as rough as some fabrics may be. And it's just important. Just take it out of the elements. Like the whole point of winter is that you're being exposed to the elements. That's why it's so cold. So cover up. Like, that'll be super important, especially if your hands. And if you're worried about you're not going to be able to touch your phone or anything, get some touchscreen gloves. Like, Yeah, oh my no gosh, excuse. you can get them at Walmart now. Like, literally, it's not, like, super expensive anymore to get some touchscreen gloves. Everywhere. It's, like, a necessity. Let's be real. This is our life now. This is America. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing I think people don't really realize in the winter is exercising. I know it's hard enough to exercise with our busy schedules, but a really bonus thing to do is instead of trying to, like, bear the elements and go to the sack or like go out and do a run like i mean if you're good with that if you can brave the elements like kudos to you i can't Mm-mm, that's not for me but there are so many like workout videos on youtube that you can watch like don't get scammed don't pay for the subscription sites literally just go get like a cheap mat i think sarah where'd you get your pilates mat walmart walmart yeah for like what like i think my mat i got weights and a mat for one of my classes here and it I think it cost me $5, and it's, I bought something else, but I didn't spend more than $10, and I went to Walmart to get the mat. I think I got mat, a notebook, and weights, and I still spent less than 10 bucks. So there's yeah. no excuse. And get a thick mat, please. If you are doing Pilates or any sort of mat exercise, get a thick mat. Mm-hmm. Don't get one of those paper-thin ones. Those aren't doing anything for your back. You need that back support. Exactly. And that's stuff that you can simply purchase and then you can have for the winter season. And then it's way easier to just like push your coffee table out of the way or push your chair out of the way and just lay down and do Pilates for a little bit. Then like, oh, let's get ready for the gym. Let's drive to the gym. Let's wait for our car to heat up. Like, no, let's not do that. Nope. Do it all at home because mm-hmm. it's really exercise really does boost your immune system. And it's a good way to combat uh, seasonal depression. I mean, there's no really replacement for antidepressants if you do suffer from this but also exercise has been found to help increase your mood increase happiness and increase just a healthier lifestyle especially during winter yeah and mental wellness is a very important thing to bring up in the winter time because we're not getting enough natural sunlight so like if you're out there in the sun for as like long as you can like you do it like you need that natural sunlight but also something that helps relieve stress because midterms are literally here they've Come out of nowhere. I don't know if you guys are ready. I'm not. But something to relieve stress and kind of boost your own natural feel-good vibes is actually steam rooms and saunas. So I know not a lot of people know that, but it relieves stress. It makes you feel calm and collected. And, like, if you can't afford a steam room or a sauna or you can't, like, head to the sack for one just for, like, a day, literally just put your 
shower on like the hottest level you can and just like bask in steam for a little bit it like opens up all of your pores it opens up your nasal cavities especially if you feel a cold coming on there's no better way than just to steam out all of like those toxics in your like skin and then just kind of pat it down and then a nice cup of herbal tea now i am dedicated to coffee Coffee is my husband and will always be there. But tea is so important in the winter because not only is it more immune boosting, it helps with seasonal depression and it helps you sleep better at night. Because a lot of us are run down because we are going on two hours of sleep and we're basically Mm -hmm. replacing sleep with caffeine. But herbal tea, steam room, makeshift steam room and your own bathroom and just like cuddle up in a nice blanket. And instead of going to the wayside on Tuesday night, sleep <laughs> just treat yourself just season treat yourself like you don't worry they're not all having fun without you it's the same thing last week that happened it's oh, fine you can have fun all wrapped up in a cozy little blanket watching some television eating some snacks maybe drinking a glass of red wine for those antioxidants yeah i don't know if you guys realize but you could live forever and never see every single christmas movie ever made so get to it sit at home watch so, a christmas movie personal challenge now <laughs> yeah no i've come to terms with the fact that I will never. If you have time to just curl up this weekend, just watch some trashy, really bad Christmas movies that came from either like ABC Family or like Freeform. Well, Freeform's the same thing now. What is it? Lifetime. Lifetime. And like really old Hallmark movies. Listen, you're calling them <laughs> trashy. I'm going to cu- curl up to Christmas shoes and cry every time. We're not trying to make people cry here, Sarah. I'm talking holiday and handcuff status. Like, I just watched that. Like, me and Mal were watching that in our Mal's roommate. And, like, I, I didn't understand what was going on, but I was like, I like this. I like how I don't have to think about this. And that's sometimes what you need in the winter. You can just, just sit and absorb. You need a movie that'll be all wrapped up in a bow by like your hour and a half we don't need to take too much of your time (laughs) and like i said natural sunlight i know we all are stuck in this university for most of the day but if you can take a lunch outside i know it's cold but like like just take a walk outside like instead of having lunch in your dorm like walk to ehs get like a bagel and then just have that natural sunlight because we need it (laughs) And I know it's not the perfect substitute for natural sunlight either, but I do know that occasionally it's not always super, super bad um, tanning, artificial tanning during the winter time. It's not the perfect substitute and it's don't do it in like heavy doses because that will be bad for your skin, but go in at a safer, yeah, get Mm -hmm. like, go to a reasonably safe bed listen to the suggested amount that the person at the counter tells you if she looks at you and is like honey you can do like six minutes and you're like give me 10 you have a problem do the six minutes do six (laughs) minutes listen to her and this is coming from like i don't burn it's the thing that just doesn't happen that's not my skin type i never burn but i always listen to the woman behind the counter because this is her job it is not my job she knows she knows Mm. and for me, tanning was always, like, the experience. It wasn't about getting darker because I know, oh, boo-hoo me, I don't have to worry about getting darker. But I just like the feel of the warmth and the smell of the tanning lotion. And sometimes it's just nice to imagine that you're somewhere else and not in Michigan during winter. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. So, And I think that's probably all the tips we have for you this no, winter. More. Oh, you have more? I have more. Go ahead. <laughs> Speak. Let's talk about here. So, um... Another thing that's really important to think about during the wintertime is about your hair. I know in summer, you wash your hair 
pretty frequently because it gets hot, your hair gets pretty sweaty, and it just overall gets greasier faster. But in the wintertime, your hair doesn't get as greasy because it's not usually exposed to warmer conditions that cause it to generate more oil or to get sweatier and greasier for your hair to get grosser. So now is an appropriate time to start washing your hair less because the more shampoo you use, the less moisture that gets pulled out of your hair. Shampoo really does suck up all that moisture in your hair. You don't want to strip those oils. You want to keep it in there so you can keep your hair feeling and looking really nice. And another thing to, if you're worried about your hair being dry, is to invest in a boar hair brush, the boar bristle brush. It's really good to like distribute the oils in your hair without like ripping them out. And it's easier on your hair than just a regular brush or if you can a comb is really good too yeah wide tooth combs are very underrated um especially if you're somebody like me that like douses her hair and like leave in conditioner as soon as she's out of the shower you need to like get yourself a wide tooth comb kind of tangle out all the knots and then kind of just let your hair sit and there's i think we talked about this on a podcast before there's so many new like hair masks that you can Mm -hmm. actually purchase and buy i know my mom gave me one last time i was home and it was like mango something it smelled super good hey who knows what's actually doing anything for your hair but sometimes it's just nice to pamper yourself and deep conditioning is your friend yes it's your friend especially in the winter time Mm -hmm. yeah because don't forget like even though like, we're probably having our hair up most of the time, and you don't really notice all the damage that is actually happening to it. Once you put your hair down, and after all of that holiday curling from looking your best from oh, your, yeah. like, paparazzi photos for your family from Thanksgiving and New Year's mm-hmm. and Christmas and everything, your hair is going to be fried. I know. And if you're the person that always, like, was like, oh, you know, I've always wanted to try getting, like, hair oils or some hair gloss to, like, try doing something to my hair— now is the time to do it because in the summertime, you're kind of like, mm, my hair is already pretty like oily, don't want to make it worse. Your hair is going to dry out this winter. Now is a good time to invest in these oils if this is something you are interested in because it will help out your hair and the longevity of it. And a really fun thing to actually think about doing probably in a month or in a couple months is actually subscribing to some of these beauty boxes that are all around. I feel like beauty boxes are super like on trend right now, if I can use that word, um, because it gives you that small sampling that we're always talking about. Like, we don't really know what we're going to like, and we don't have the money to go buy a full-size product and be disappointed. Nope, nope, nope. So I think these really cool subscription boxes are the way to go. I think um, one that I actually have used past before, I, you know, I became a broke college student, it was Ipsy. And Ipsy is super cute. It's $10 a month. Yeah, five beauty products and you most like most of these sites you have to fill out like a beauty like bio or whatever and talk about what you like the most things you like and then they'll send you the five products in a super cute makeup bag and then you get those five products and I think you get like ipsy points for either doing reviews or posting your reviews on your like Twitter or Facebook or whatever and then those ipsy points you can get other tiny little like sample sizes with that. And I thought that was a super interesting thing. And I never was disappointed with, like, my bags or anything like that. Like, if there's something that you don't really like or don't want really to use that much, then you're not really wasting it because it's just a small sample size. You just, you only spend $10 on it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, like, out of this entire box, like, what? I wasted, like, three bucks on this? Oh, oh, well. And it's not even, like, a waste either because I remember one that I was super impressed with is a month I got, like, a makeup brush, a literally a blush brush, and then another month I got, an eyeshadow brush and like looking at how much each of those brushes cost by themselves that was over half the bag and that was just one of my samples mm-hmm. so the bags themselves are worth more than that ten dollars that you're paying for them 
And you don't have to pay shipping with Ipsy, so that's kind of nice. And I like the bags that the stuff actually comes in, too, in, for the Ipsy bags. I know you kept some of them. Yeah, like, I have, like, a ton. I, like, used one for a wallet for, like, three months. Like, Yeah, they, uh, they're, cute. <laughs> they're cute bags. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, a box that I want to talk about is a little bit more on the pricey side, but it is done seasonally. There's, I think there's only four boxes for it. It's uh, FabFitFun. I actually got this as a birthday present, so I didn't pay the the fifty dollars a month <laughs> unsponsored. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not monetized. Um, but it was the FabFitFun box. I got that as a birthday present for my grandma. It's a it's about fifty dollars, but the box retails for around two hundred dollars for the one box, and you actually get a ton of products in it, and they're um, full size products too. They're not samples, so it's kind of nice if you're like in it more for the long haul because I. I received three different lotions, um, a body lotion, a hand lotion, and a face lotion, and I'm still using them all, and my birthday was back in June. Yeah, and didn't you get, like, an actual, what, did you get a purse with that? Yeah, I got an actual purse that's actually Mm -hmm. super cute. Like, it wasn't, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it's exactly name brand, but it wasn't like, oh, they went to Walmart and grabbed a purse. Like, it was actually, like, a nice bag that Mm -hmm. I feel like it passes designer. I don't know, it has a little little button thing on it that you know when they have like Mark Jacobs has like his little like actual lo- thing yeah there's something yeah. like that on I don't know who it is didn't recognize the name but it looks no, like it's it true is. though because it's um I think with more of these expensive boxes you're paying for like fashion or longevity of the actual items yeah and mm-hmm. it came with um a candle it came with a lip palette came with lip gloss color correcting it came with a bunch of makeup items that I did and did not use like just depends on who you are but I used all of these lotions I used the purse it came with just like a bunch of stuff that I would actually use. I would actually mm-hmm. use it and it is seasonal there's only four of these boxes but there's enough stuff in it that I'm still using it nearly six months later yeah and it's not even just like with most of these are their sample sizes or they're just makeup or like you know beauty products in the form of like face lotion or face wash and stuff like that but like Sarah said she had actual like accessories and like clothing options in her box so that's probably why it's a more higher markup than you know these typical monthly boxes i think they said that one of the box retails for about 200 dollars. yeah so that's like that's impressive considering you're only paying fraction of the price with everything you get in the box i think the only other thing that's probably even well probably around that price that i saw was the honest beauty box which is 50 dollars per month now, that one is only three products, but the whole thing with Honest Beauty is they only have non-toxic, cruelty-free products. So it's products you don't have to worry about. They're all vegan. There's nothing on like there's nothing that's going to surprise you in them. And if you want to live that lifestyle, maybe this would be a little easier for you. And that's nice because it kind of is drawing in. Mm-hmm. Like, it's making it worth the price. that They're all yeah. cruelty-free products. Like, that's very important to people. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be more likely to choose, like, this box as opposed to some of the other boxes, which it's kind of a gamble on what you get. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the same with um, Glossy Box, which is at $21 a month. Now, that's perfect with Glossy Box. It's preferred label is luxurious brand products so and these products are probably one of the only ones where you don't create a beauty profile for it's all basically curated for what's on trend from their designers and whoever is like scouring i guess the social media world and then that's that's five luxury products in your box i don't know i'm not sold on that i'm like eh, but it's kind of nice for people who want to stay 
trendy. trendy. Like yeah. if they're really interested in, oh, what's hot in the beauty community? Like that's kind of nice because I know mm-hmm. for the FabFitFun box, like the makeup in there was kind of like, eh, like mm-hmm. I wasn't super impressed by the makeup, but I didn't get the box. I mean, I didn't yeah. pick out the box, but I that wasn't what I think the box is about. Yeah. So it's nice to have mm-hmm. this option that has, oh, this is a makeup box. Mm-hmm. That's that's if you're searching for that, it's perfect. Yeah, especially be, I feel like I'm really only looking for boxes that have that unique beauty profile, like Birchbox, which is another one who is also at ten dollars a month, and they have the profile and the five beauty samples. Um, I think the only difference between them and Ipsy is that Birchbox you can earn points to get full size products, which I might be wrong. I, it's been a while since I use Ipsy. They might be able to give you full size product with your point earning, but last time I checked, they were just small sizes. So. Um, but those are basically like the hitter ones in my price range. And I do see like what you're saying, like the benefits of a more expensive box being more on trend, more on brand, more designer. But I am pretty broke. So mm-hmm. I don't think I I'd rather have the extra month of Ipsy than just one month glossy box. Exactly. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying about for Honest Box, you said it was mm-hmm. the more expensive one, the $50 yeah, like a month. $50. I am not paying $50 a mm-hmm. month, which is one thing about like the FabFitFun Box. There's only, it's seasonal. There's one yeah. for per season. So it's kind of, I can justify it a little bit more splurging on this box because it it's supposed to be enough to get you through this and season. And that's cool too, because in that, like having break up in seasons, you don't have to worry about missing a month and then actually oh, yeah. liking stuff in that month because it's a couple of months just wrapped into one box. Yeah. So if you think about it, I guess what well, winter season is how many months? Like four? Like it's the, four, yeah, four, three, or three, four, depending on three. where you live. Yeah, where do we count? Uh, it's <laughs> Michigan. But yeah, if you divide that by the actual seasons in a month, you're probably paying about the same time. We amount. have six months of winter in Michigan here. You just get the winter box year-round here. <laughs> they just skip fall. They just skip the fall box. It's just winter yeah. twice. I was so upset when I woke up, and it's not even Thanksgiving, and it was already snowing. I've already complained about this. I'm not going back at it, but whatever. <laughs> um, but some of the... Well, actually, Play by Sephora, which is another beauty subscription, is... Basically, the five samples, but they have a fragrance bonus for theirs. Ooh, that would get my attention. Yeah, but um, I think that's kind of sly, though, because if you think about it, you can walk into, like, any Sephora and be like, can I please have a sample of this? But supposedly, it's supposed to, like, you have your beauty profile or whatever, and then you get to pick the fragrance bonus. I don't know how big it is, so maybe if it's bigger than the sample, you know, whatever you get in your Sephora yeah, bag, maybe. then I'll probably be a little bit more impressed. But I think I kind of like it just because... When I was looking at the Sephora website, they sell all the past play things for a discounted amount. Oh, do they really? Yeah, which is already like cheap because it's like I think 10, 10 or 11 or 12 dollars. So it's like it's even cheaper at like probably like six bucks and you get the past play one. Ooh, so that's impressive. That is really you, nice. Yeah. So and that's cool because most of these you can't buy the bag after the bag is gone. Yeah. So if that so. way if you didn't get it and you're kind of like, oh, I regret missing out. Like, sure, maybe it's not as trendy anymore, but like. You get the products you want. And I'm still using eyeshadow palettes I bought like three years ago. So (laughs) I don't understand makeup going out of style. It's wrong. The same palette is being recycled year after year. I'm not going to lie to myself. Who to beauty? And (laughs) I'm not over that. I was going to shade, but whatever. (laughs) I'm not shading. I'm here to call out. (laughs) Soft glam palette. Yeah, it just. We've already talked about this. Yes. It looks exactly the same to me. Anyway, moving on. 
And for all of the Target lovers out there, Target actually has a beauty box too. Difference with this one is it's $7 to $10 depending on what's in the box, but the box itself is sold like online, I think at Target, and it sells out in minutes. So you can't sign up for it. You have to be there when it's on sale. And it's the same kind of products. It's either five to eight products, depending on how much the box is, I assume. But you get a little bit more products. It's a little more cheaper or it's around the same price. But the only catch is you have to be there when they're on sale and you have to go ahead and pay for it. That's one thing that I kind of like about the Target box is that the price does shift. Mm -hmm. Because I'm I'm not going to lie. If I ordered a bag and I hated everything in it, I'd be kind of annoyed if I spent $10 on it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. 10 to 20 bucks. But like if I only spent $7, I'm kind of like, well, I only spent $7. Like it is. Or if one bag was cooler than the other bag, I'd be like, I paid the same price. And this one didn't have what the other one had. And I'd be I'd be mad. But yeah, I feel bad too. I think the Target one's kind of cool too because it's Target brands we know. Most people who buy their beauty stuff at Target, they know what's there. Whereas a lot of these other subscription bags, they pull from everywhere. There's some, you know, which is kind of cool if you're like me and like to try new things without having to figure out what new things to try. Yeah. Then that's pretty cool. It kind of weeds out the white noise. But Target also weeds out the white noise in a way where it's all the Target brands that you know you trust and you don't really have to worry about. So you're not standing in the aisle for 10 minutes on your phone that's on 5% trying to be like, oh, I got to research this brand real fast to see if I like it or not. Exactly. <gasps> it's like, will this cause me whatever? Pain. Well, I get acne, dot, dot, dot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which is, who's going to say? But I think that's going to bring us into our next segment, Tea Time. For those of you who don't know what Tea Time is, this is kind of our gossip session on in the beauty industry, in the health industry, any kind of hot gossip that we find ourselves stumbling upon. And this time we have it through Victoria's Secret. Shocker. Oh, those angels. My, how they have mm-hmm. fallen. <laughs> Did you just, oh, God. I went there and I don't regret it. <laughs> So for those of you who may not know, um, Amy Schumer recently had her little post calling out Victoria's Secret for making um, uncomfortable situations for their models. And they're actually under fire for transphobic remarks made by um, Ed Razik. What he said was they were talking about um, the inclusion of trans models in the model walk that they do. And he was saying about how these girls, these shows are a fantasy and he didn't think trans people belonged in this fantasy. And he did say later that his remark was insensitive, but... Hindsight's twenty twenty. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> people are calling you out. It's gonna be um, yeah. You're gonna be like, oh yeah, maybe this was wrong. Everyone's telling me this was a bad thing to do. Yeah. Well, you've, you're an adult. You should probably figure out that if you have a comment that you think is kind of offensive. It's probably offensive. And mm-hmm. honestly, it just shows to your character. You said it. Yeah, of course, now that you're becoming under fire and your brand is becoming under fire because of it, you're going to feel bad about it. Yeah. But and, what are you going to do? And his direct quote was, um, does the brand think about diversity? Yes. Do we offer larger sizes? Yes. Shouldn't you have transsexuals in the show? No. No, I don't think we should. The show is a fantasy. It's a 42-minute entertainment special entertainment special that's what it is it is the only one of its kind in the world but like Mm -hmm. you see that it's that's annoying to me because here's the thing when i think of trans people i don't think of them as trans people as they once they transition 
they are who they oh. say they want to be. They exactly. are women. They are men. So it shouldn't matter if she has transitioned. If she is pretty enough to be a Victoria's Secret model, then let her walk. What, exactly. are you going to make her pull her pants down at the very end of the runway? No. Exactly. Who, Who's going to, like, know? And even mm-hmm. if they do know, why does that matter? Yeah, like, why does, what is it going to be affecting your how, brand yeah, how so much? How does this personally affect you? That's what I want to know. Like, I understand you're kind of being... Maybe you're trying to pander to people who are against it, being all like, oh, you know, people don't want to be like, this transsexual model is pretty, but like, model's a model. Yeah. If they're pretty, they're pretty. Exactly. It's That's the most annoying thing to me. It's like, this is their job to look good and basically represent a brand. Now, if you're going to be a jerk about your brand and if you're going to be insensitive those models who are already representing your brand are automatically going to be clouded by your insensitive remarks, which is unfair to them because these models that do work for Victoria's Secret probably don't share his same ideals. But now they're going to be affected by what he is saying. Yeah, the, you're tarnishing your brand by saying this, especially in today's society where we are very pro-LGBTQ rights. You know this. You know this world we live in. We are progressing. This is not 50 years ago. This isn't isn't as taboo as you think it is. And granted, Ed Razik is an older dude. Mm -hmm. So maybe he's being stubborn in his roots. He's like, nope, this isn't how it was this years ago. We're not going this way. But guess what, sweetheart? The world is moving in this direction. Exactly. You can't stop it. In Asia, it's typically normal in pageantry to have women who have transitioned it's not a big deal because they don't make it a big deal exactly you guys are making it a big deal i bet you anything if you allowed a trans model to walk without making it a big deal afterwards when people figured it out you would have been praised praised in the press praised in the fashion industry because let's be real people in the fashion industry don't want to hear your anti-LGBTQ plus propaganda. They're not for it. I don't care how you sugarcoat it. I don't care how you want to assume that you are right and that this is your fantasy. It's unfortunate that you don't see your own demographic that you're catering to. You're going to really X out all those women from your demographic. You're going to make them feel unwelcome in your store and unwelcome in your brand. Well, guess what, buddy? That's your fault. Exactly. And Victoria's Secret's already on thin ice. Victoria's Secret is on thin ice, especially... and. They posted his he wrote an apology that the I saw it was posted on the Twitter, mm-hmm. but I don't know where else it was posted. But the Victoria Secret it's had his specific message. Like it wasn't like he posted it. Victoria Secret posted mm-hmm. his apology and it's basically saying like I admire and respect their journey to like who they've become. I was like, but if you really did admire that journey, you wouldn't basically color them that journey. You yeah. would let them be women. Exactly. You wouldn't. <laughs> Be like, oh, I really expect you've come really far and I'd really admire your journey. But no, you can't model my show because I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're contradicting yourself. Because guess what? You can't tell unless you ask. You can't tell unless you ask or they have they're open about it. Yeah, exactly. Unless they're open and they, they want to share their journey and they want to talk about it. Because most what was it? I, I can't remember her name, but she was in the Miss USA pageant. No, I think she was in the Miss Universe pageant for Canada. And she won like Miss Canada and. She was a trans, a trans female, and she even had a change on her birth certificate, and there was all that backlash and everything, like, oh, she shouldn't compete and stuff like that. I didn't know. I was looking right? at photos. Uh, people were like, oh, this photo, blah, blah. I was like, oh. Right, because like, I don't know. A 
the names of the models. They just look like women. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the names. I don't plan on learning the names. I'm if mm-hmm. I which I mean I don't watch the show exactly. for one. But for two, if I did watch the show, I'm not going out and researching every individual model. I'm gonna be looking up their life history. Like, no, I'm just mm-hmm. they walk past. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty set of lingerie. Oh, she got a cute face. Yeah. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I really, I wonder what that looked like on me. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, I wonder if she's transgender. Yeah. Why, exactly. Why that's not what the, sh- the show is technically what they say it's supposed to be is demonstrating the different lingerie that they have in this show. But we all know it's a little bit of pandering to yeah. the... Uh, the gaze of the attractiveness of women. Yeah. And I really think that he made these remarks because he didn't want transgender people to be in the show because he didn't want people to be like, ooh, they're attractive. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, literally. wow, it's a pretty woman. Like, Yeah, no, literally, that's the, two, that's the thing, too. Like, with Victoria's Secret, every year they have some kind of weird scandal, whether they're, like, Photoshopping like a butt cheek off of their Victoria's Secret model in a print ad or allowing one of their models to finally wear her natural hair on the runway, which I will get into right now. I think last year they were like praised because one of their African-American models got to wear her natural hair on the runway. Why is that a big deal? Why weren't you allowing this in the yeah, first place? Like why? I'm not going to praise you for being like basically like racist against women of color and not allowing them to wear their natural hair and only allowing them to wear like i'm not gonna praise you for that you should have been doing that a long time ago yeah it shouldn't have been a rule that ooh, you can't do this Mm -hmm. like and she played it smart too because she had been walking the show she had been playing their game and then she was like hey once she had that stature she's like this year she's like i'm gonna wear my natural hair and they're like oh and she's like yeah i'm gonna do it And you guys can't really stop me now because you already gave me. We're already doing this. We're already basically here choreographing. What are you like? What are you going to tell people? Could you imagine how it would? Yeah, exactly. Like, could you imagine how it would look if she brought up this and they're like, "Ooh, no, you can't do that." Why you didn't walk? It would have been an even bigger like. Oh, especially. Mm-hmm. I would blow that up. Yeah. I'd be like, ooh, here, listen to this new Victoria's Secret controversy as exactly. we're here in 2018 so talking about. So I dodged about- that bullet, and now they're over here. So, yeah. Which I'm like, okay, like, I get it. Like, Victoria's Secret has all this controversy because it does have such a stereotypical, undiverse, just weird, realistic stigma towards women. And it sucks because... At the end of the day, we do want to go to a store that has pretty options for underwear and wellness care. Now, that's the thing about me. They say they have all these sizes. The fact that I have to, the fact that there's vanity sizing. So I myself am a double D. In Victoria's Secret size, I am a triple D. And it's unfortunate because when you go into the store and you ask where the triple D bras are, you don't, you don't get very many options. And they, I don't want to say they lie to make girls' boobies seem bigger, but when I went in the store to get measured, they're like, oh, you're a C-cup. And I was like, that's a lie. If <laughs> anyone has ever seen me in real life, you'd be like, they told you that you were a C-cup? I'm part of the itty-bitty titty committee here. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not fitting in a C-cup. There's yeah. no chance. And I was like, okay. And the fact that when they brought out a C-cup bra for me and it actually fit, it's it's all wrong. It's yeah. all wrong wrong well that was the thing too it's like oh yeah walmart i'm a double d at like 
Victoria's Secret, I don't exist. And I'll go there and they'll measure me and they'll be like, oh, yeah, you should be a double D. And I put on a double D bra and I'm like spilling out. And then they're like, oh, well, we have like other sizes, which like, I mean, the girls there are just doing their jobs. Yeah, they, they can't They help. can't really <laughs> help what kind of weird sizing they have. But at the end of the day, yes, they're trying harder to be inclusive. But in a world where... Ari and Target and all of these other mass corporations and Dove have had diverse campaigns, have brought women in, have made women not just some weird pinhole stereotype and they're succeeding. There's like no excuse. There is no excuse anymore. And I'm not having it. So sorry. I'll just go online and buy my bras from adoreme.com. Exactly. (laughs) There's so many different options. And it kind of sucks that Victoria's Secret is like the big name in the lingerie field because it's it's it could do more yeah. if you are the top seller or allegedly the top seller because I just read that their sales are falling to uh, nobody's surprise if you are the big name in the industry don't you think you would try to do stuff to keep that big name like you want to stay there you made it you can't let yourself fall now because you're just going to crash. People are going to become more critical. You're going to be under more scrutiny. Why are you letting it happen? Yeah, that's true. I think that's all the time we have for today. Um, I'm glad you guys enjoyed hearing this rant, and I hope you guys will be here next week. On Tuesday, we always publish. You can follow me on Instagram at G-I-G-I underscore Padilla 97. And you can follow me, Sarah Bebuck, at Sarah Bebuck, no underscore, no dots, no nothing, on Instagram as well. Okay, and you were just listening to Pucker Up. Pucker Up.